So here we are back at Reality Check Chat. I'm trying to think how to start this off. We sort of thought we might be talking about our illustrious Supreme Court, but then we got talking about abortion rights or non-rights in this country that are disintegrating as we go along. So I think we're going to go back to the Supreme Court. And I'm Barbara Scott here in rural Susquehanna County, Pennsylvania. And I'm Judy Herschel, just as frustrated as ever, still, <laughs> about everything. But uh, and I'm Liz Kearney, fed up with fighting about politics with people who believe in fascism. <laughs> Anyway, absolutely. I mean, we we just keep coming around to the same things. It's just very frustrating for us. Let's get to the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court made some decisions, a couple of decisions that were maybe going to help us in 2024 to uh, avoid a coup. Let's put it that way. So, so, I mean, I, I can't believe that I'm talking in 2023 about avoiding a coup next year, because who knows what could happen. I don't really think anything would happen because Biden is president and he's not going to, if he doesn't win, God forbid, if he doesn't win, he's not going to say I did win. No. And so if he wins and he will win, I don't think the people that thought that the election was stolen overwhelmingly have changed their mind. At least where we live, guys. I I every once in a while go on Facebook pages and social media and read some of the comments about Trump just to see what I'm dealing with. Because guys, I'm surrounded by it all day long. There's no escape for me. Right. And I am constantly trying to figure out why do they think the way that they do. And I went on just a comment that somebody made about Trump running and they're coming after him legally and it's all bullshit and they're targeting him and blah, 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 blah. But he's going to win. And about a hundred comments after that was, yeah, unless they steal the election again. So like, here we go again. You know, even if it's, 10%, 20% of the population, they could do a lot of damage. So I do fear a coup because I think if we have another election and it's a close one and he loses guys, what's going to happen? What's going to well, happen? Well, but, but the people that are in charge are not his people. So, no. I mean, that's one thing. And the Supreme court came out and said in this session that the independent state legislative theory, which gave legislatures the right to overturn the popular vote, in essence, and allowed them to not follow what their state Supreme Courts said. So they said the Supreme Court did say that isn't that isn't happening. So that's good. And then that is good. Also, yeah. And they also came out and and upheld, I believe, Section two of the Voting Rights Act about uh, racially. What do you call it? The, the districts are um, they allowed the districts to be racially, you know, like one race in a district. So they don't so that they have an opportunity to elect someone that represents them, that a district can be drawn right. around. It can't be you can't gerrymander for a political party, but you can gerrymander in essence. I think that's what the, the ruling is. You can gerrymander for race. Is that the way I you see it? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I see it. I'm looking at it right now, and you explained it perfectly. I, I think the problem, though, is, Barb, is those are good things that, that have happened. But we've had so many things involving the Supreme Court lately that have been pretty shocking or don't quite make sense. And 
mean, when we're dealing with such a volatile country right now, we've got to have faith in the court systems. I don't have that faith. And that's, that makes me nervous. It makes me very nervous. It seems very skewed. It seems very political and politicized. I think our- It is um, completely. It it is. And our Supreme Court justices obviously are being bought off. I don't know how much more proof that they can show and with little accountability, um, they're taken on trips. Their 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 family members are are um, their colleges are paid for. I mean, how many different examples can we give that big money and special interest and cases being seen in front of them? They're being bought off. So that do- doesn't seem like a democracy, but that unfortunately is the situation at hand. So if it gets volatile and people become very angry and violent in large numbers, really. Do we have the protection of the courts? And I'm not quite sure. I never, like you, I never thought in 2023 we would be having these conversations. I think we've been fighting pretty hard the last couple of years, and it seems like we're just going backwards. I know. It it absolutely does. Uh, Dick Durbin said, I wanted to share what he said about John Roberts. The highest court in the land should not have the lowest ethical standards. Anders. Oh, and <laughs> he hit it right on the name. Really so, I mean, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we do have, and he's uh, the chair of the, the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee. So, we do have people in high places that are not ignoring this as the Democrats, you know, might have said, well, it's not like Biden might have said, well, you know, we'll have to, you know, they're just being the Supreme Court when it's obvious to everyone and including them, I'm sure Mm -hmm. that they are a conservative court that is politically associated with the Republicans. I mean, it's not like they're conservative alone. They're conservative. It's an activist. It's an activist court. They, the Republicans always complain about Democrats and their quote unquote activist courts. I've not seen a more activist court in my lifetime. Right. You know? This is appalling. It is. It, it's yeah. unbelievable. And Judy, to get back to what we were saying before, Linda Greenhouse, who I love, but she wrote, she I guess she's retired from the Times, but she did a guest and she talked about if, if you went to sleep in 2003 and woke up in 2023, you would be amazed at the Supreme Court and and their uh, rulings from, you know, early 20, 21st century and now, because it's completely contradictory it um, uh, about their earlier rulings it, in terms of religion, in terms of, you know, keeping religion out of that, the case where the web designer can decide that, you know, she doesn't want to design, even though she hadn't designed any website yet, I don't think any, because she just started her business, she can decide she didn't want to do it for a gay couple who I'm sure didn't want her to do it anyway. But Colorado state law says you can't do that. You can't discriminate that way. And the Supreme Court says, yes, you can, because of religious objection. I mean, I understand, too, she had not been actually even approached by a gay couple. This is all hypothetical. It's all hypothetical, right? Yeah, hypothetical, completely. And does that open the door for me and you? Like, can I deny, can I refuse to bake a cake for a hypocritical Republican jerk? Well, well, (laughs) you know what I mean? You could could refuse to make a cake for a Christian or a, because it's against your religion, or a... Mm -hmm. Muslim, it seems to me, because it's against your religion. I mean, but we're not, we're not just geez. talking about cakes. This sets a precedent. So making a any cake service. Is, is a service. So denying a service to any group of people 
I mean, that is the epitome right. of, of prejudice. And, and I don't know how I, I, I cannot understand how that decision was made the way that it was. I, I cannot. It's a slippery slope and it's going to be very interesting and scary to see what direction that, that opened up. I, yeah, I think especially since it was Colorado law that you couldn't exactly, do that. Exactly. So I think we're going to be feeling the, the remnants of that for years to come until mm-hmm. we're able to take a look at that again. But unfortunately, the courts are stacked. Um they're very good at setting a foundation that lasts a while. You know, those those justices are going to be in there a while unless, you know, Biden intervenes and stacks the courts and, you know, and so it's a little more even. I don't see that happening, but who knows? I don't either. I don't mm-hmm. either. But that's the only way it could change if, if the Congress changes the number of justices. I think I think in my reading, it seems to me that's the only way they see that it could change, possibly. Mm-hmm. And also, but it also would have to include term limits. Yeah. But but it, evident, uh, it seems like uh, many people feel that the Congress would be within their rights to, they would be have the power to change the Supreme Court because it's been done before, but uh-huh. not for 100 years or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think term mm-hmm. limits would be a good start for sure, um, because where are they going to stop now? Are they? You know, are they done? No, um, I'm sure they're yeah. not done. Uh, Elena Kagan, I read in her minority opinion for the student debt case, she mm-hmm. said they were on un- their decision was unconstitutional because they don't have the power as an unelected body to determine, mm-hmm. according to Elena Kagan, to determine administrative rules mm-hmm. of a cabinet like they did for the student canceling. Biden student debt loan program. Mm-hmm. I mean, how dare they? How dare they? That isn't mm-hmm. their that isn't their mm-hmm. realm of power. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. elected. He mm-hmm. was elected by the the biggest constituency in the, you know, that you can have, the United States. Exactly. The he popular has the vote and the electoral vote. So he mm-hmm. has some power. Agree. And it's and not Kagan- a matter of yeah, I'm sorry, Liz, you go first. I wanted to add, um, Kagan made a really good point in that Dobbs case about the six states that brought that brought that forward about the, the student loan debt. She didn't think they had standing in the first place. Right. They weren't going to be harmed by that. She, right. would, she said she would, not have, she would not have even heard the case at all if she'd been in charge. Right. I thought it was very, very telling. Yeah. Those six yeah. states, they, they, would, they were not going to be harmed by a handful of students who get 20,000 bucks worth of federal student loan debt relieved. And you were talking, talking I'm sorry, we're talking, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we gotta, it's just that we're, we're getting excited because, Liz, you were talking earlier before when we weren't recording about the hypocrisy uh, of the Republicans. And this is a, a terrific example because the, which Biden pointed out that some of the people in Congress, they own businesses that benefited from those um, loans that were forgiven. And exactly. with the oh, um, right. the pandemic mo- uh, money, and that money told a lot more than the student debt loan that he wants to give 10 and $20,000 to students, ten or ten twenty thousand dollars—that's a drop in the bucket for their. But you know, how is what he did any different than what Trump did with his two trillion dollar tax break to the rich? How is that exactly. any different? Because I'm going to tell you honestly, you—I've not been a secret. I'm still paying off my student loans. I've been out of college for since 1999. I am a businesswoman. I've always worked. I am still paying off my principal. 
like many other people. It, the system of student loans, it's not a matter of people are lazy and don't want to pay off their bills. The problem with student loans is, let's say you borrow $25,000. You end up paying back over $100,000. Most people like myself have, tr I've, I've probably borrowed 35 and I paid out back over $100,000 already probably close to 110. Most of us are like that. So, so we have paid back what we've borrowed. We paid back double what we borrowed. Now we're on to triple and quadruple. There's no difference in that versus a loan shark. That's the root of the problem. It's not that we're lazy and we don't want to pay our bills. They make it so difficult for you to pay that back. It's it's insurmountable. And 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 that's that's the root of the problem right there. It's just impossible. But that's a state thing, isn't it? It's how all, the state all of them are set up like that too, even with the federal loans. It's all it's all set up the same way. Every single person, whether it's through Fannie Mae, AES, that I know that has student loans, same situation. They're I have a good friend who's paying off student loan debt. And she, I, I, if I remember what her saying this, if I remember this correctly, she was not allowed to declare bankruptcy. You can't declare bankruptcy on those student loans. No. no. Yeah. I have a friend who's a lawyer. She borrowed about $100,000. By the time she's done, if she even pays it on time, she is paying back $350,000. That's crazy. That's the problem. We need to get. And you know what out. drives me crazy in all this is that the we people, the economics, the economic status of people who support Republicans, and these policies are the people most harmed by these Republican policies. That makes me crazy. Well, How they're harmed. I don't know if they're most harmed because a lot of Democrats are harmed too. But I'll go with you that they're right, definitely, true. I mean, definitely in the pool of being yeah. harmed. Yeah. yeah, they're not harmed. They're bailed out. They're given tax cuts. Their loans are forgiven. Okay, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Judy's got her mitts on. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go. Don't get me all riled up. Mm -hmm. No, it's personal. You know, I'm sick of paying off that damn thing. I do not blame <laughs> you. And it, it hits close to home. And and when when the Republicans say, well, they just don't want, they're lazy. They just don't. no, that is not the case at all. It's I'm sick. I don't think I have to pay back quadruple what I borrowed. It, they, it's a system that doesn't work. They should say things because they don't want to. They don't want to help people. They don't want government. They don't want anything. They just want to destroy the government because they. They don't want it to happen. They don't want it to be there, but we need it. And and many Republicans need it as well. Yeah. So they want to keep the poor poor. They want to keep us struggling. And those that are in power want to keep power and keep money. But there's just that division. And that poor people vote for the people who keep the poor yeah. with these dr dr draconian policies and, and tax cuts for the rich. That's what I really cannot. I just can't handle that. Yes, we have to recognize that we can't get out from under minority rule. To me, mm -hmm. here's my dream. Now that we're off topic, here's my <laughs> here's my dream. It is typical. It's all right. Puerto Rico says, I want to be a state. We get two Democratic senators. Washington, D.C. becomes a state as soon as Democrats get in charge. They Why should they not have representation? Why should the people that live in Washington, D.C., my nephew lives there, he and, he and his wife, they can vote for president, but they don't have any representation of any voting representation in Congress. And they have as many people, if not more than Wyoming, who has two senators. So they should have two senators and they're going to be Democratic. So this is my dream. So that's four. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. there's Guam. They might vote Republican though. Uh, they need they need a couple of senators. And what's another, what's that other territory that we've got? The Virgin, Islands. Virgin Islands. 
Yeah, the Virgin Islands. Couple of senators there, if they're Democrats. Otherwise, forget it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's Barbara Scott's dream for majority rule, right? Yeah. Majority right. rule, please. Oh, All right. So to get your ne- oh wait, one more quick. Barb, does your nephew pay taxes? Of course he does. It's taxes. But he's got no representation. Without, sorry, that's right. I get excited. That's people in Washington D.C. That's their plight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a late friend who lived there for many years, and um, of course, I'm from there. To be in all honesty, mm-hmm. um, he he bitched and moaned about that for you know like 50 years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do you think about the? I'm going to put it to you because I don't I don't want to overrule anybody on this, but the affirmative action decision. I was surprised. I'm one that. For- firmly believes that there needs to be racial diversity. We all know that those schools that it'll affect are platforms for people to to be very successful with those right. connections. Yeah. Not having that racial diversity is, is hard. I'm a big, big advocate for children. And, and I think every child should have every opportunity to succeed. But a, a very large number of Black children in our country still struggle. They live in poverty. They live in hunger. They are not given the same opportunities. And I was reading an article, and hopefully I can pull it, where these schools are saying, listen, they, they're their scores may be a little bit lower, but we consider their their lifestyles and where they came up because of their resilience. And, and, and guess what? At the end of the day, when they finish college, even though they came in, their SATs were maybe a little bit lower and we, we picked them because of affirmative action, they do just as well once they're there. What does that say? When you give an opportunity. But what does it look like when you don't have that? You have colleges and universities that are all white, all Asian. Um, You have professionals and businesses that are all white, all Asian, possibly. um, But minorities particularly will be missing from those areas. I think it's going to have a huge effect until we figure out the the problems in our education system and how to help kids to succeed at all walks of life. There has to be things like that in place to be able to balance that out. You know, and but that's a that's a tough one. It's a tough one. So, Judy, you're thinking that there's systemic racism. Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) In our backyard. Thank you, Barb. No, it's 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 just as as I mean, has it gotten better in certain areas? I think if I can, you know, just from perception, I think urban areas have cultivated different cultures. I think rural areas are really struggling with this and living in a rural area. I, I see it. We have a long ways to go. Okay. Let, um, Liz wanted to weigh in on this. I well, think. I was thinking about the affirmative action and I read somewhere, I don't have those in front of me, that even after the Backey case, you know, the University of California, that the affirmative action is perceived to be not a factor. Minority students apply at lower rates. They don't, they don't even try to get into some of these schools anymore. And that's uh, that's unfortunate. That is. And I think that the California where affirmative action is not you know, they, they can't use affirmative action. They have much lower, uh, much less diversity in, in their schools. Right. Other places right. that don't, do not use um, the affirm, affirmative action uh, in, in, in taking, considering uh, admissions policies, they don't have the diversity. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's very bad for the country. Mm-hmm. I think we're all agreed on that. And yes, according to, 
Linda Greenhouse again, Roberts has always wanted to, you know, get rid of affirmative action. So he's yeah. finally, he's finally had gotten his goal on that. Have we missed any decisions? There was another, no. there was another good one, actually. Mm -hmm. The Voting Rights Act, Section 2. Oh, we talked about that. We talked about that when we talked about the cakes mm -hmm. and we talked about, those were the three ones because I checked, I checked right. Or mm -hmm. any other ones. And I also looked to see if there were any upcoming ones and, and I couldn't find any that were very concerning. Well, they finished the, you know, I think they uh -huh. all came out. A any ideas about why they released those first two Voting Rights Act ones and then uh, the last day, you know, within hours of each other, they boom, 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 the affirmative action and the um, the website thing and the student mm -hmm. debt loan. It was all smoke. I think it's all a game. <laughs> they, they just, yeah. you know. They tried to lessen the blow. Which um, didn't work. Hello. Which didn't work. But they're, they're all, they're playing games. Yeah. Um, for, but to let, to certainly lessen the blow. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. My favorite Twitter handle is um, the angry staffer in DC. Yeah. And he, so we call it decisions we agreed with came out early. He says, yeah, they're setting us up for some nasty stuff down the road. And that's exactly what happened. Like, like exactly. they knew. Perfect. They knew how unpopular their yeah. very narrow, their limited views would be. So they gave us something kind of generic, kind of some good news first. Like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. I have no doubt. These are smart I people. You know? I have no doubt Melissa, either. We have two pieces of good news that involve the courts that they just swore in the grand jury for the Atlanta case against Trump. What? So we should, yeah, they just swore them in. It's on the, it's the head. So they're the ones that decide on the charges to pursue. If, so they were just sworn in, they were just picked, um, which is good. Mm -hmm. And also the second one, the Department of Justice no longer believes that Trump has immunity from the E.J. Jean Carroll defamation lawsuit. So I think they were trying to say he was acting as president when he when he made those statements. Yes. yes. The DOJ said, mm -hmm. no, that's not a good excuse. So, But he yeah. also just said it afterwards. So, I mean, just recently he said it it's even after she won the case. Exactly. So exactly. he wasn't president then, that's for sure. I just no. wanted to share what Kagan mm -hmm. said. The final thing that Kagan said in her minority opinion was, she concluded that the exercise, and she wrote, the court exercises authority it does not have, it violates the Constitution. And I guess that's a, that's unusual for a uh, su Supreme Court justice to accuse <laughs> other members of the Supreme Court of violating <laughs> the Constitution. Imagine mm -hmm. working with each other behind closed doors, what that is like. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. Well, mm -mm. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Ruth Bader Ginsburg went to the opera with Scalia. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that yeah. She, went to, she, you know, they were opera buddies, even though they mm -hmm. had completely different views on things. So I don't know. I don't know what I can't okay. imagine this court. No, I can't imagine this court doesn't. I'm sure the women don't care for the court. I don't know. I don't know about Sotomayor, but Kagan and Jackson, I think, could do without. So, so not only do we remind, need to remind people to vote. We also need to remind people to start paying attention. There are so many people that have no idea really any of this is going on. And if you're listening to us and you aren't sure about this is a year in Pennsylvania when we need to elect, besides Judy Herschel, who's running pretty much, she's the only Democrat running for county commissioner. Right. So we're not that concerned. We do need to have our judges elected, our Democratic judges elected, especially because there will be a lot of court cases 
I'm sure next year after the election, trying to see how the, you know, just like there was in, how many were there in, in 2020, uh, 64 or something. And the only one that, a the only case that a judge ruled in favor of tr the Trump administration was a Pennsylvania judge, I believe, who ruled some ridiculous thing that, you know, it was, it was okay that he, mm -hmm. he committed a coup, <laughs> that he perpetrated <laughs> She said, that's fine. You know, he's Trump. He gets to do it. And we wanted, I wanted to say something else, but I forgot. Judy, did you remember what else you wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about, because we were talking about it at a meeting yesterday, Barb, if you remember about how the Republican Party is pro-police and oh. pro and um, just to remind our viewers, to remind their Republican friends that they're not so friendly with law enforcement right now, particularly with their with their attempts right now to to defund the FBI, you know, for the most hypocritical reasons possible. I also read that they're trying to move the the FBI's main office to Alabama because they think it would be more fair. So I just read that today, too. Gosh. Um, Meanwhile, that's why Hillary Clinton lost in 2016. It was the FBI's fault. And the FBI had Trump posters all over it. I read, you know, in 2016, I read they had Trump posters all over their offices. <laughs> Give me a break. And then it's just, it's just, I don't see how they could move anything. They, they don't have the Senate for crying out loud. No, I think they're- Or the they're presidency. Just... I mean, two out of three, the Republicans have to realize, and they have a tiny, tiny majority in, in the House. Well, the main reason that they want to cut the funding for the FBI is because they want a system in place for how they handle going after elected officials. That's the number one reason candidates and oh they so the want they want to go is, after hunter yep. and i was reading about the the, the so-called whistleblower oh yes that get um, what is it i got it right here Loft or loft loft uh, yeah yeah you know he's on the lamb what do they call it when he's he's in hiding from an extradition mm -hmm. from the justice department so probably completely innocent um <laughs> and um, <laughs> go ahead liz because i can't i was gonna this point to me, you know, the hypocrisy and the irony of Republicans right now, like you said, bitching and moaning about the weaponization of government. And here they are doing the exact same thing, trying to weaponize the FBI and the Department of Justice. I, I mean, this is just, uh, I don't, I'm, I struggle for words. It's so, it's yeah. a typical tactic. You know, it's a tactic. Yeah. They need to teach it in civics class. You know, hey, politicians are going to do X, Y, and Z to, to brainwash you. This is standard. It's a tactic. It's what a bully does. It's like everybody mm -hmm. else is doing exactly what they're doing. You're right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and I guess we're going to wrap this up. I was on vacation, so it took a while for us to, to get a new podcast out, but we're going to try to be a little more regular, I guess. And please feel free to subscribe at realitychatchat.com or realitychatchat at gmail.com. And Judy and Liz, it's been really nice talking to you. As you always. Mm -hmm. Missed you both. And, and you. Um, yeah, so I, I think we'll be back recording soon and if you have a topic you want us to talk about um, please let us know at our website maybe we'll talk about it <laughs>
I just want to give a quick shout out to our loyal subscribers. Shout out to them. And remember, we can hear us wherever you get, almost anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're available now. Apple, Google. I, I don't know. We're available most places. People tell me. And uh, uh, so share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Share it. And the more subscribers we have, the better. And if you want Absolutely. to sponsor us, hey, that'd be great, too. <laughs> All right. we'll write a cute ad if you'll be a sponsor we'll write you a very cute ad <laughs> we just wrote one exactly that's right and okay. if you have something really important to say maybe we'll have you on with us exactly yeah, yeah. for sure for sure yes. we'll share this well, have story. a great night ladies and, yeah. and appreciate you both you too keep up, keep up, keep up the fight All right. Bye -bye. night, night. night.